Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sans Pants Radio, Ryan Gosling's favorite podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Geek Fuel. I, I'm recording this naked in a wet towel because it's, it's so hot here, you, you don't even know. I've had three cold showers today, and, and it's not even noon, and I'm still sweaty, and I hate it. So please, just go to geekfuel.com slash sanspants, sign up for that geeky bullshit, get a free Star Wars. I, I, don't, I don't care. Just do what you want. You, you do you. You know, it just, just really help us out. I, I just want to die or be able to afford aircon. Whatever comes first at this point. I welcome both with open arms. Just just like how you should welcome Geek Fuel into your life. So that's geekfuel.com slash sanspants. Oh, and another thing. Um, we are still taking a break, I promise you. I know I've been saying that for like three weeks now, but I mean it. So no movie maintenance next week. But you can listen to all our other great question mark shows by going to sanspantsradio.com and checking them all out there. Or just find us on Facebook or Twitter, or, or if you want to tweet me words of encouragement to help me get through this scorching Australian summer, uh, you, you can find me at goddammitzamit. And looking at my weather app now, it's, it's going to hit 40 today. It's 40 degrees Celsius. That's, that's fine. No, it's so I'm happy about where I live right now. This is gonna it's gonna be good. Mm. <laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Movie Maintenance, where some years just need reviewing. As always, I'm your host, Joel Dusha, and with me is the elegant Joel Zamet. Hello, Dusha. How you going? Good. I've missed this. I haven't been in movie maintenance for a while. Ah, good times. Uh, so yeah, today we're doing a special episode uh, after I previously announced in Plumbing the Death Star that movie maintenance was taking a break. Surprise! Oh, no. And it after is kind of not. announcing two weeks, it's like, no, don't worry, movie maintenance, we'll have a break, we'll come back, we'll have a break, we'll come back. Surprise! <laughs> We're here now. And Gabe's not here, so... He's not going to be here to hurt our feelings. <laughs> I'm still mad at that. So pretty much what we're going to do today is we're going to look back at 2015, the films that came out. We're going to pick... There's going to be a few different categories. Uh, we'll reveal our favorite films of the year, our most disappointing films of the year. You'll get to hear this fan we've got going in the background for a bit because it is hot. It's, it's hot and my apartment <laughs> still has no air con because... Ah... Uh, I just don't want to get into it right now, but I'm mad, and it's still fucking hot. I've got a window open. It's 30. It's 34 degrees at the moment. Yeah, it was 34 when I got here. I was a sweaty boy in my car. <laughs> Which I think is like 100 and something for you Fahrenheit users. Yeah. So there might be a point where I get up and have a Zupa duper. That's going to be good. It's so hot. Okay. <laughs> First category. What are we going with? All right, we'll go with. We'll just go with something generic to start off with because there's there's a lot of different categories today. Um, top five films of 2015 <laughs> in no order. In no order. Oh, did I even see that many films? Yes, uh, you did. Because that's why it's just us two, Zamet. Because we saw the most out of everyone. Can I can I just like mention John Wick a few times? <laughs> that came out last year, Zamet. It's so good though. <laughs> I rewatched it at least four times. Um. <laughs> well, okay, if you watched it four times this year, sure John Wick <laughs> What a film 
<laughs> Classic. I, uh, let's see. F- uh, top five. I'm going to. Uh, do you want me to go first? Because you go I, first. I keep a list of films that I watch every year on my phone and All have right. for the last four years because. I don't know. You're that kind of boy. Yeah, I don't know. I just was one day. I was like, I wonder how many movies I watch in a year, and that was that day was four and a half years ago now. And the answer <laughs> is usually about a hundred. All right. So mine would be in no order. Mad Max. Yep. Great film. Sicario. Oh, so good. That movie. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Tense. Um, a tense. Straight time. out of Compton. So good. Creed. Okay. And. Look, I want to say The Force Awakens, but it only came out like a week ago. I have seen it three times already. But I'll exclude that because I feel like that's a little unfair. And I will say... Magic Mike XXL. All right, all right. that was funny as fuck. And not in like a, I'm seeing Magic Mike. Fuck you. Magic Mike, the first (laughs) film, is perfection. All right. And the second one is a great time. All right. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to go straight out of Compton because like, as as a as a almost thirty year old white boy living in Melbourne who knows nothing about raps, uh, good film. Um, yeah, I, I just did not see any of it coming because I didn't had no idea what the story <laughs> and history he was. Has AIDS? I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's gonna die, and then you like lean over, not how you expect. And I, you're right, you're correct. It was not how I expected that story to end. So that was a fucking good film. Hmm? Do you know about all the conspiracies? No. People think that Suge Knight got him with an AIDS needle. Like it wasn't... Because none of his partners contracted HIV. So they think it was a hit and a weird one. That is a weird hit. Hmm. Suge Knight, if you did it, we're on to you, buddy. I mean, the entire (laughs) internet, not just just us two, but... I just, I literally have just heard about it then. So I'm not that on to you. Then he, yeah, Suge Knight, the real Suge Knight, ran over some people. During the on, filming on, of on, Straight Outta yeah, Compton? At a set, and now he's in jail, because he killed a man. <coughs> Dang. <laughs> he's a See, scary I kind of want a sequel to Straight Outta Compton, just think... to tell more of that story. Because, um, th- again, I don't know anything about this interesting thing that happened. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Um, I'm pretty sure there will be a sequel, because Straight Outta Compton made all of the money in good. the world. That was um, good. I and enjoyed it. I think there was talk that it would follow like, how Dr. Dre is like, hey, going to go start Aftermath oh, Records. Yeah. M&M's on Ah, That'd be kind of cool So that was great Uh, Mad Max just was such a good fucking time Yeah, good job defending that at the live show You piece of shit I was a little little drunk And (laughs) I was just drunk on anger (laughs) I was unprepared Hadn't seen Mad Max for a while We saw it like a month ago To do a talk loudly No, it was good times Yeah, it was good And then like all I had all these arguments after the fact I'm like, hang on a sec No, Gabe, fuck you I got Nah, he's gone so, oh, hang on. I'm right. just going to take this time to quickly rebut a lot of the things Gabe was saying. Yeah, all right. There's so a let's lot... just jump a category of like, uh, uh, <laughs> fuck you, Gabe, fuck you Gabe, Gabe category. Joel defends thing. Uh, Joel, Joel argues against Gabe when Gabe's not in the room category. <laughs> he kept saying that <clears throat> Furiosa had no. Well, he said that none of the female characters actually had like character development, despite mm. the fact they all did. Mm. A bride sacrifices herself, despite the fact, like a bride sacrifices her own life. Mm. To defend the cause. The fact they do a U-turn is fucking the greatest thing because they realize that like where they're trying to go is ruined. And then that's like the mm. low point of the film, and Furious is like, fuck, I've fucked up. Yeah. I've ruined great. everything. Literally, and then Max is like her name screaming. No. It would have been nice though if Furioso had come up with that idea. I will pay that. It would have been nice if they had all come to that conclusion rather than just Mad Max fucking off, then coming back and being like, you need to do this. Mm. That's maybe the only gripe in quotation marks, yeah, but, but that's such a fucking little niggle. Pretty much everything else that he said was wrong. Yeah, I know. And like the fact that I yelled this out at the live show, and I don't know <laughs> if this came up in the recording or not, because every time I try to listen to it, I get about seven minutes in and then get angry. Oh, fair enough. Um, and he was like, "What are Max's motivations? He just wants to survive. Survival. That's why he stole the truck and so also, he can leave." Again, when they say they point out that like women aren't things, and then it goes to the women being portrayed as things and someone pointed out i forget your name but they were saying no it's the water max is looking at the water and he's not even seeing them as things he's looking at the water and that's what he wants kind of thing and that was yeah. like oh that's actually yeah good point it was a good direction <laughs> yeah, i would say I would and say. i would say that despite the fact that it's a simplistic story visually it's very appealing it doesn't need dialogue <clears throat> Yes, Gabe, it is like a two-hour music video, but it's perfect. Yes. So, Gabe, if you're listening, and you better be, 
fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, so, Spider Compton, Mad Max, um, Inside it, Out, that came out this year. A lot Inside of people Out liked was that. fine. Like, I enjoyed it, but, like, I saw it with Ems and a couple other people. And, you know, the, did you, you see it in the, um, Cinema? Cinema? Yeah. You know that, like, the song, the, like, uh, Want yeah. to Lava You? Yeah. Oh, man. When it was, like, I really wanted the eruption then to be in the opposite side kind of stuff, and I would have found it so funny, and Ems is like, you're a horrible person. I'm like, I oh, know. So, I think, because I saw it in, on one of my various holidays to Hobart, um, <coughs> and I'm pretty sure Molly said the same thing. So, you and Molly are the same. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cynical. Um, I, I enjoyed Inside Out for what it was, but I wouldn't call it like my, one of our top film up there. The Martian came out this year. A lot of people I like that. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Martian's good. Okay. I'll, I'll um, say it's fine. Uh, Kingsman? List. Kingsman came out this year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was fucking great. See? Really? That came <clears> out this year? Yep. Start of the year. Wow, that was good. That, that would be like definitely up top there. Ant Man? Ant-Man, no, that's for a different category, do you? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I see we're doing the trash category later. <laughs> um, uh, the Visit. The Visit was so good. Oh, man. As a, as a straight-up comedy, <laughs> that Visit was perfect. Um, I would say, I want to say The Force Awakens, but you're right. It does feel kind of cheap putting that on a list of best of, and it sort of came out. Um, Furious. I liked, oh, Furious 7 came out this year as well. I liked oh. Creed, but I hated the love story in it. See, I really liked that because her story paralleled his story. I just don't like how it was sort of shoehorned in. I think at the it very was... start, like the neighbors, like her being the neighbor and the music loud. And I get why it worked. I just didn't it was like foreshadowing. it. Foreshadowing. Music was loud because she's I going down. Because she did. I get that, but I just didn't. I See, did I thought that like, like the film did it in a really, really natural way, rather than being like, because the movie just sort of skips a part. It's mm. like, yeah, they're dating now, but the movie hasn't focused on that because who cares? You, yeah. It's boxing. I, I know that's the thing. Every time it's like, boxing time, I'm like, yes, this movie's great. Every time it's like, love, I'm like, I don't care. Fuck that fight in the middle of the film where it's one take is oh, the best. Oh my God, that is so fucking good uh, in terms of film. Um, That's four I've said. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give me one more and I'll be happy. Uh, uh, when, did, uh, when, did, when did Days of Future Past come out? Was Last that? Last year. because that was so good. Uh... Mockingjay Part 2? <laughs> no. I have not seen a... Imitation game. That was actually really good. I'm going to pay that because that was a really, really fun romp for me. I saw it on an aeroplane. <laughs> it was like, no, nah, I'm enjoying this. This is, this is great. I saw that with you. Was I on the aeroplane? No, you uh. did not see it with me. <laughs> Why didn't you invite me on your holidays, Sam? <laughs> I'm it? sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, apparently Elf is playing in theaters now. <laughs> That's good. Let's go see that. <laughs> oh, wait. No. That was actually, showing- Sicario. Yeah. Sicario. That yeah. was just Fuck a solid that. film. I've never been so distressed in a film as... So, for anyone who hasn't seen Sicario, I'm going to talk about it. And I recommend really strongly that you do see it. So, if you haven't seen it, skip ahead a bit. Because there's one scene towards the end of the film where Benicio Del Toro mm-hmm. meets up with a person who murdered his family. And you think that he's going to take like the higher ground and he's going to realize that... I shouldn't do anything to this man because he's he's eating dinner with his family when he um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when he finds him like and like family family, family. family. like we're talking two, two children yeah. and wife and the children one is like eight <laughs> the other one's maybe twelve and you're like oh, okay cool he's gonna take the higher ground he's gonna be like you're a monster but we've got to do what we got to do no nah, just flat out kills the kids first and the wife then has a discussion with the man oh. And, and it made me sick. Oh, no, it just made me so happy. <laughs> no, Salmon. <laughs> that was just such That's a good not film. right. Uh, oh, Birdman came out this year. That was trash. I enjoyed it. Three out of five. Uh, oh, that was an Australian release this year. Like, as in, like, that came out mm. last year. Because it? it's confusing, because, like, oh, fuck, It Follows came out this year. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> that movie was phenomenal, and a lot of people have problems with it. I'm looking at you, Quentin Tarantino. But hey, Quentin Tarantino, I got problems with all of your films. You're overrated and kind of a hack person. <laughs> fuck you, Quentin Tarantino. Look, I know we're going to get a lot of hate for that. Well, I'm going to get a lot of hate um, for that. I'm, His films are fine, okay, fine. they're quite good. Like, Paul Fleeson's a classic. I'm not just going to sit here and be like, it's shit. Because it's not. What about Spectre? I haven't seen it. Me neither. Hmm. Did not care. I <laughs> Let's just turn care. off this recording and go see Spectre. <laughs> uh, nah. um, yeah, Quentin Tarantino, piece of shit person, fine director. <laughs> All right. So that was my five? Sure. Yeah, that I was think. me angry at Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I think I agree with most of your, with your choices. Yeah. Um, uh, although, I'm going to change Creed for Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. 
that's a great film. That's mm-hmm. it. Oscar Isaac is my favorite actor. Yeah. Uh, him and Adam Driver. So when they announced they were both in Star Wars, I kind of shit and pissed oh, I was a bit. <laughs> Adam Driver wasn't in Ex Machina. No. That was Dom Hall Gleason. Also, also in the Star Wars. The, the Star Wars. <laughs> um, so yeah, I can. Those are. I kind of agree with you in the majority of like things that we like. Yeah, and I know that again, movie maintenance draws like a big film crowd. There's a lot of like kind of independent releases that I we haven't seen yet because <clears throat> haven't been released in Australia that will probably clean up the award season. Like there's a film out called Room, which is apparently meant to be incredible. Mm. Um, yeah, hasn't come out here yet. So. Oh. Yeah, Dang. that's a shame. And also, like, The Revenant and stuff like that. Even though, <clears throat> fuck Leonardo DiCaprio, I hope he never wins an Oscar. That film's meant to be pretty good. All right, we'll move on to our next category. Uh-huh. Biggest disappointment of 2015. Ooh, I've got a couple of them. Good. Uh, I- and they're both Marvel. Ant-Man <laughs> and Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was a piece of shit. <clears throat> like, I'm not quite sure which one made me... I'm guessing, no, I'm, no, I'm giving it to Age of Ultron. Because it was the most disappointing. Because by Ant-Man, when that came along, I was already disappointed from Age of Ultron that I was like, I'm out. I'm already out of this. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I'm done with you, Marvel. Like, you gotta... <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to see your films. I will see them. But For I'm not gonna be happy about it. Because I've gotta go see Civil War. We've gotta go see fucking <laughs> Avengers 3. <laughs> They're back again. Strikes Force. And it's just like, it's so weird being a Marvel fanboy growing up. It is so fucking odd having been in that comic book culture from such a young age to me now, you know, going forward in time. This this happened with like Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is like, there's going to be a Spider-Man film you're not going to watch because it's going to suck. And I was like, no, it happened. Still have yet to see Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it feels that way with the Marvel films. It's just like, you are... Is taking everything I kind of hate about the Marvel like comic books and then just shoehorning them into a film, and there's these big moments that are happening that took and and this is in the in the comics <clears throat> these big events and these big moments and these like slow builds that they work because they were slow builds like Bucky coming back from the dead had such a big impact in the books because he'd been gone for so long Civil War. Even though in the in the comics it really wasn't that well executed, the idea was nice, but it wasn't well executed. Are you but, one of those people that is like the main storyline is balls, but all the spin-off comics no, are good? Also balls. Like <laughs> okay. Civil War was generally just trash because what ended up happening is I think the writers and artists and that kind of people, the creators, were also picking sides. Oh yeah, I heard about that, and I, that it sort of influenced the characters themselves, and it just it was a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah, I heard that. Um, because I haven't read Civil War, despite the fact I've had the comic books for like two years, and you've been mm-hmm. like, read Civil War! And I'm I like, know, all I have right. so many things to discuss about it! I'm like, alright, I'll read it! And then the, the trick is, I just never do. That's fair enough. <laughs> it's a good trick. It's, a good trick. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Be asked to do something, say you'll do it, then don't do it. <laughs> it's solid. Uh, <laughs> I love it, it just pleases me. But no, you just read, if you can read the eight, I think it's eight issues by uh, yeah, I've got Mark Millar. It's fine. Oh, Mark Millar wrote it. Yeah, he did. It's it, and it gets very Mark Millar-y at, at times. You just like it's got some good ideas, but Kickass Two come no, they, come, they came out like three yeah. years ago. Wow, time so, is wrong for me. So in the comics, when it happened, when it was Cap versus Iron Man, it was like a big fucking deal because they had like you know all this long term friendship to sort of yeah. rely on. We really they've only been friends for maybe three four films before we get if this. That. If that, so it is kind of. They're doing these big things when it's, you know, we already had like Age of Ultron, which took the name from the comics, but had nothing to do with um, the actual Age of Ultron comic book series, because it was like an alternate universe where Ultron had taken over. It was all fucked up. Like it was the Age of Ultron. Yeah, because like, <laughs> that was a reference to Age of Apocalypse when, when Apocalypse did the same thing. So they're doing these big things that haven't had time to sort of build up, if yeah. that makes sense. Although, to be fair, it's... Quickly, the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe is like, hey, how fast track we can catch up the Bond? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And um, so, yeah, disappointment. Well, yes. Age of Ultron, that's how we got to this. Age of Ultron was just so disappointing. See, it just, it, it didn't, like, and I think maybe it was a hype because being like, this is going to be like, we're going to lead into, we're, we're, we're toting this as the second phase and we're, it's going to be dark and gritty and it's going to be like the Empire, the Empire Strikes Back. back. Which I know everyone's like, this wasn't The Empire Strikes Back. Because not many things are The Empire Strikes Back. Well, I've got a but pretty short list of what things are The Empire Strikes Back. One, 
The Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back. That is it. List. Um, so it it is kind of I don't know disappointing because I guess I you know the marketing and and how they sold it really built up what that film was going to be. Plus they had the sweet fucking rendition of the Pinocchio song and the, as the first trailer, which got me so fucking pumped for it. And then to do what it did, like it had some nice themes, it had some really nice ideas. But to me, it really dropped the ball in the third act. And again, being maybe being such a Marvel fanboy and it being just such a like a average fine time, I think that's why it was my most disappointing film. Yeah, I think mine was probably Ant Man because I knew that Avengers was going to be trash. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Um, yeah, just because like I didn't like, really like the first Avengers film. <clears throat> really. Not really. I love the first episode. See, like, well, the first time I saw it, I was like, sick. And the second time I saw it, I was like, I do not like this that much anymore. That's kind of like how <laughs> I felt I with... Then I saw it, like, six times. Yeah, that's how I felt with Guardians of the Galaxy. Loved it maybe the first two, three times. But then any time after that... Ew. Guardians of the Galaxy has a bad third act. Yeah. Yeah. If it just stayed being Star Wars rather than trying to be a Marvel film at the end, would have been great. Oh, but then how are you going to have a big ship falling into, like, <laughs> the Earth? They should have just blown up another Death Star. That's how you make a good Marvel <laughs> film. Whatever you're doing, make a big ship crash into a ground. Good. That's and how have we... the fight on the ship while the ship is crashing. Oh, that just that's how you make a third act in a Marvel <laughs> cinema universe. That's mm. and it's always a test. Not the test What are they called? Stone it's, it's Infinity infinite, Gems. Stone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. No, good. Uh, yeah. Ant Man, I think, was mine because it got pretty close to being good, and there was good parts. And that upsets me way more than like a movie that's just like, eh. Mm. And Jurassic World, because fucking had my good friend Gabe hype it up for me for ages. <laughs> and I saw it and it was like a three out of 10 at best. See, Jurassic World to me, it's not a good film. It had so many flaws and like so many, but it was a good, I had fun with it. See? Like I, I saw it with, uh, I think the majority of the Sans Pants kids. Like in Tess, Jack, M's. Molly was there. No, maybe? Molly was in Hobart. I know because yeah. I also saw this in Hobart. Ah, <laughs> so yeah, I saw it with a bu- with a bunch of us, and we just had a good time. But I think it was because of the people around us and the environment we were sitting in, and it was just like, nah, fuck, it's dumb having a good time, yay! And, and, and that's sort of why I enjoyed Jurassic World. But I only saw that movie once. Like, yeah, I, I I, Ju- I'm not going to see that movie again. Like to me, that was like a good one, one and done. That was yeah. a one-and-done film. I have no nostalgia for Jurassic Park, despite the fact that I did see it when I was a kid and liked it as a kid. I can't remember anything past one. I haven't seen two or three. Hmm. Sorry, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Jurassic World, I don't care. Didn't care about anything. And like the fucking final fight, who gives a shit? I, Dinosaurs I, I, are fine. Yeah, I enjoy... I, that's a thing. I, I, I enjoyed the nonsense of Jurassic World. But it's not even that... No, they don't lean hard enough into the nonsense. They could have le- lent a bit harder. A lot harder. A lot they harder. They could have opened a fucking park. <laughs> a dinosaur park. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, Jurassic World, disappointing. I think I got another one. Hang on, give me a second. Keep talking. All right. Uh, other disappointing films I think I saw. Uh, I'm trying to think, I, I, I haven't really been that disappointed with films. Everything I've sort of come into... It, Got what I expected. It's been oh, nice. Actually, here's one that's kind of a weird one. Black Mass. Have not seen it. Uh, don't yeah. waste your time. Really? Ah. Like, I heard it was not bad. It's exactly. It's not bad. It goes like just over two hours. Um, like Johnny Depp's fine in it, and like I read this theory. Well, not a theory, but like um, an interpretation of the film where it was like Johnny Depp's character is pretty much like a vampire. I don't. Mm, I hate that. No, no, no. As in, like, um, it actually made me kind of excited for it because it was like he's a gangster, but he seems like untouchable, like he is immortal yeah. and like a vampire esque. Yeah. He's always wearing sunglasses at nothing, yeah. even at night and yeah. stuff like that. And he's got like really, really, really blue eyes and really pale skin and weird hair. But nah, after watching the film, I disagree. <laughs> I don't he's see that just at all. A dude. Yeah, and because okay. it's based on a true story, there's no real tension. <laughs> Based on a true story. He a vampire. Just like in life. <laughs> no, it's based on a true story. And because it's based on a true story, the tension builds in a weird way. Okay. It's like, Joel Edgerton's very good in it. Johnny Depp is average. Everyone's that's, always fucking... That's what Johnny Depp to me has been for a long time. Has yeah, been no, this is, this was Johnny Depp's return to form in quotation marks. It's mm. not. Mm, that's a, that's anyway, a Black Mask, don't see it. Just watch Sicario. It's better. <laughs> Done. Done. What 
Um, well, next category, I'm going to put forward best run in Ooh. a film. I reckon that there's only two clear, uh, mm-hmm. two clear fucking forerunners. <laughs> forerunners, hey. Mm. Uh, Ray, so Daisy Ridley in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, uh-huh. and Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game. Correct. Both <laughs> of my top choices because they run like utter morons. <laughs> it's the best. I'd say, like, look, we know Tom Cruise in. There was a Mission Impossible that came this out this year, yeah. year. I didn't watch it. What? I'm assuming, oh, no. Mission, I'm assuming Mission Impossible his run was good. Was good. Yeah. He rode motorcycles better than he ran. Though. Oh, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So I'm assuming his run, though, was like spot on. Mm. But I don't want to see a guy running like goodly. I want to see someone running like a complete and utter moron, just arms <laughs> flailing. Like, if you think how good Tom Cruise can run, reverse that, and that's Benedict Cumberbatch in the imitation game. And, and it's then, at such a key point in the movie oh, as well. And then they flash he's... back to it twice, I think. <laughs> it's so great. And then, of course... Uh, uh, Ray in The Force Awakens. Which is made more awkward because, like, she's at. Because Finn grabs her hand and she's like, oh, yeah, oh, no, these no. aren't spoilers, whatever. No, not even like that, but the bit where she's running through the forest. Oh, yeah. He's got her arms like akimbo, being like. <laughs> but even with um, John Boyega or Finn grabbing her hand, because she's trying to act like she doesn't want to be holding hands, but also trying to run away from explosions. So she just looks. Just the best. Yeah, no, good. Just the best. So I can those two. Oh, Hunt, uh, Harrison run Ford's. Award. Oh, Harrison Ford's run as old, well. Old man hobble. Old man hobble that we're meant to like. We can only see a couple of scenes, like a couple of seconds with, because if we like hovered for too long, it's like the monster's gonna get him. <laughs> Come on, we know. Punches a man in the face though. That's pretty good. That is pretty sick. I'm gonna go better to Cumberbatch. Same. It just made me just so happy seeing. It's because that boy it's, it's run. such a serious scene. <laughs> And Benedict Cumberbatch does not have the face or body for like running to make it look good. Yeah. Oh. Where at least Daisy, going for Daisy Ridley is quite a small girl, so like it looks like looks in a right. pack, like in a tiny package. She's fine. It's fine. Like fun. the arms are very rigid and kind of robotic, <laughs> and that's nice. And then well, well the Harrison Ford Old Man Hobble was pretty Can, fucking. Let's sweet. name this the Liam Neeson Taken Three Shit Run of the Year Award because. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Liam Neeson in Taken 3. There's like a... It's almost like a parkour montage at the start of the film. And it is just the shittest thing I have ever seen in uh, anything ever. That's great. Fuck you, Taken 3. All right. Next category. As you can see, we've thought about these ahead we're, of time. We're reading these off a piece of paper. We're not. <laughs> um, film that Zoe claims she has seen in 2015, but... Almost certainly slap through award. Because oh, okay. a lot. Oh, that could be many. <laughs> because uh, one of my favorite things to do, listeners, and I've done it on mic before, but if you're just a fan of movie maintenance, I don't think it's happened in this. Is Zoe says she's seen a film and starts talking about it, and then I interrupt. I'm like, "Did you watch all of it, or did you sleep?" And she usually looks guilty and then says, "I think I had a nap." <laughs> the classic te- like Zoe tactic is just to watch maybe a good third of a film. Then sleep and be like, nah, I watched it, it was good. <laughs> so I reckon straight, straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton was like, going to be my choice too. It's a long film. It's a long film. I'm just thinking about it. It's a long film. Uh, she does like rap, I think. She likes Macklemore. She does like Macklemore. <laughs> Which, is that I rap? Think, yeah, a bit. Uh. Ice Cube is somewhere. I think he's just probably sitting in his house right now. He's just like, just stopped what he was doing, looked up. He's like, someone's talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, so I, I, th- I think it, it's up her alley in terms of you saw Creed with her, didn't you? Yeah, she fall asleep during that. No, uh, no, that would be another one I would. <laughs> I think because we saw it at a cinema. Yeah, and like, well, that didn't stop Jackson during the Force Awakens. <laughs> it was like three a.m. Man, it was so tight. Um, so yeah, I reckon Strader Compton is a clear, a clear forerunner of, mm-hmm. of, of a movie mm-hmm. that, that Zoe definitely fell asleep with. Yep. Um, and I'll just quickly check. Uh, yeah. Maybe Terminator, if she said she watched that. Yeah. yeah. Terminator Genesis. Yeah. That was also pretty disappointing. Oh, yeah, wait. The fuck did I not mention that? Yeah, because I, okay, that disappointed me heaps. Mm. I had such high hopes, like low high hopes. Oh, yeah, my, my hopes I, were low, but a <laughs> little bit high. Yeah. Like medium hopes. <laughs> 
too hot. Like, I knew that it wasn't going to be amazing. Mm. So my hopes, my expectations were low. But then I was like, what if it is? So they were a bit higher. <laughs> that was a mistake because it was worse than my original hopes should have been. Yeah. Because uh. I really like Terminator 3. I think it's One, a good two, film. and three are very good. And Salvation is garbage. Salvation is just a piece of shit. McGee, mm. stop directing, please, for everyone's sake. Um, Maybe just go sit in the ocean, McGee. <laughs> See how, how far you can like go to touch the bottom and just hold your breath. It's good. It's a good game. Um, that was trash. But yeah, Genesis was somehow even worse, I felt. Like, I don't I know. It watch... wasn't worse than Salvation. I don't know. Least... Oh, they're both so bad. <laughs> At least... No, I don't know should... where I would... I, I don't know. If you put me like a gun to my head, like which one do you want to watch the most? I'm like, oh, Jesus. Just shoot me. Oh, just... Oh, <laughs> oof, oof. I'd say... Maybe Salvation, because the actions scenes are maybe better. Yeah, but Terminator Genesis is dumber, and oh, dumber is sometimes easier to watch. That's than... true. I just hated everything smacking you in the head. Like, just the just the one quip from fucking... That guy. That guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger, being mm. just like... I'll be back, and then just in case that to the, like to maybe the one person in the the cinema who hadn't seen the original films for a long time, just uh, as soon as he says that, we're just bombarded with dun 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 dun, which is dun 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 dun, because like, you oh. wouldn't know that theme if you haven't already seen the films in which he already says I'll be back. So the, that one guy has been like, I don't get it. <laughs> What's this man? He'll be back from what? <laughs> That was a bad film. Do you know if what you makes... like that film, you're a bad person. Fifty Shades of Grey was better because that had one good no. scene. Fifty Shades of Grey felt like it was just written like maybe four characters condensed into two. Maybe a fifth character condensed <laughs> in there as well. It was, it was not, weird. It was but no, good. that scene, there's one scene that's really, 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 really good in yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. The, when they're going through the contract and it's, they're sitting at the table. It, that No, that had potential to be good. It was well lit. I'll give that. It was well lit. <laughs> and the dialogue was very good. It, mm, it was well lit. it was fun. Uh, it was well lit. It was how the characters should have been reacting in a situation well, like that. It was well lit. Yeah. And that's all I will say about that. I will say, I will that, say that it's a great scene. That I always assumed that Fifty Shades of Grey takes place in a universe where like bondage and S&M isn't really a thing. Because, like, the worst thing that you can do to someone is, like, smack them six times with a stick real hard. But not that hard. But not that hard. Like, <laughs> that is considered, like, the top echelon of show what you can wo- do yeah, in, like, show me in... No, but that's got nothing to do with the scene I'm talking about. I know, but Fuck I'm saying... Fuck the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah, no, no, but no, I'm that saying... that one scene. Because like, I love, like, show me your worst. He's like, I'll be back. You know, goes to, like... A f- <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> goes to his freezer, like, he's, like, fucking... Where he's just stored all his cum there and just like chucks it on a fucking head and then just like fist in the ass and then it's like well, no, all this in... crazy shit. Just get real weird with it. Um, I think that would be a different film. <laughs> Shoves like a fucking ponytail in her ass, well, puts a right... saddle on her, rides her around the room a bit. <laughs> Zamet, no. <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, the contract scene, the one I was talking like, about, they discussed. Water builds her for a bit. No. No resentment. No waterboarding. Make water. That's what Hollywood needs—a sexy waterboarding scene. That movie was trash. I hated it. Ah, uh, the contract scene is good. Good they lighting. They talk about fisting in that. Good lighting. Yeah, I know. That She's was like fun. anal <laughs> fisting. No, no. Vaginal. No. <laughs> Which is fair. She's a virgin at that point. That's what she is. Oh my, that's a. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Weird. Could you imagine that being your first, like, first sexual experience was that? Well, it was Christian Grey's as well. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah, he banged no. his fucking mate. Nanny. Oh, I thought you meant the one with her. It was like, nah, nah okay. Nah. Pay attention. Watch Fifty Shades of Grey better, Zamet. No, I don't. Anyway, it. that film's fine. Nah. It's not. Mm. Everyone mm. was like, ooh, worst film of the year. Yep. Probably not. Terminator Genesis came out. <laughs> Age of Ultron. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I would much prefer to watch Fifty Shades of Grey again than Age of Ultron. Nah. 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 I nah. Nah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Um, that's. My worst film of 2015. Worst, yeah. We've been, we've done most disappointing. Worst film of 2015. I'm putting forward Fifty Shades of Grey because fuck, I hate that film. It's just so bad. It's badly written. It's badly acted. It's bad. It's well lit, but everything else is just trash. Mm, worst film for me was. Oh, this is a tough one. Because it might be Age of Ultron. <laughs> I know, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. That was pretty bad. It was very bad. I wouldn't put it Fifty Shades of Grey bad, though. No, see, I'd prefer to watch Fifty Shades of Grey again. You are an interesting man, douche. Um, some other choices for maybe worst film of the year. Yeah. Birdman. Really? <laughs> it's just so up its own ass. And, like... I'm a man who can appreciate pretentiousness, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, because it had been taught, like, before I saw it, I was really, 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 mm. really excited for it. And, like, had been excited for it for ages. And it just was no way as good. What was it? I it love, was, I, like, like I, I, 20 minutes too long. I loved the whole thing. I loved the editing. I loved everything about it. I loved the technicality. The only thing I didn't really care for was the third act, maybe. Well, not third act, the actual ending itself. No, the ending was fine. But I did like he jump else. or did he fly? Mm. I like the original idea of the ending, which was like to get Have Hugh Johnny Jackman Depp. or Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. For Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. 5, but then they made Pirates of the Caribbean And then 5. also, I think they we're planning on for Hugh Jackman as well, for Big Wolverine. <laughs> That's funny. Which would also been fucking great. But unfortunately, no. Because yeah. I think Fox would have been like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, they should have got someone that Just had... like, H-H-N-N-G-H-Y <laughs> dash Fox executive. <laughs> <laughs> so Fox, we've got this great <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, they should have picked someone who had been a super... To- get Toby Maguire. Nah, yeah. Because, like, he's not coming back. Oh, Andy, I'm fucking by that side. Andy Garfield. Nah, that's Andy? too... Andrew. <laughs> Your mate Andy. Does anyone call him Andy? No. no. Emma Stone <laughs> probably doesn't even call him Andy. So, Andrew Garfield. I she calls him at all anymore. I think they broke up. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> oh, well. He's, he's like, I only date Spider-Man. <laughs> <That'd> be, <laughs> at that point, I think yeah, they've been like you're cut. You're no longer, you're no longer our good Spider-Man. We've got a new one. Look at him; he's younger than you and prettier. Oh, um, he's 16, so I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know what he even looks like. Um, that'd be very funny because he could have done it. It's like, what are you doing? Like being How do Spider-Man. How do we end up here? What the fuck are we doing? Nah, I reckon Toby Maguire because at least he did three, and no, he's weird looking. He is weird. Looking. Andrew Garfield. There's no way you put him in a room and be like, oh, he's not getting cast in anything. That's I, true. He's, he's, he's a handsome... I liked him as Eduardo in, in social the network. social network. <laughs> Italian social network. <laughs> like, what were we talking... Oh, yeah, worst film of the year. Oh, actually, just going through worst films of the year, there's another two that I kind of want to put in my top five, bringing my top five to a top seven or eight, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Selma and top five, which is funny that top five is one of my films in the top five. I have not seen either. Someone made me cry, which is the first time that's happened in a cinema because oh, wow. it was too much, Whew. too much. The ending was too sad. Huh. Um, you know what Selma's about, yeah? Um, people being like, slavery happened and we're sorry. 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> no, Selma's about Martin Luther King walk uh, through Selma if it's a protest to get so that people <clears throat> of color ah, yeah. could vote. The ending, though, shows what happened to the cat. So they're like, yes, we did it. We can vote. And then the ending just shows all these people and what happened to them. And like the first one is like, um, at 86 years old, uh, this person was the first person to be able to vote. And then the next one is like, and then it's like, it goes through like three happy ones. And then it's like Martin Luther King was assassinated a few years later. And it's like, it cuts to a character you've only just briefly seen. And it's like, she was killed. Uh, so this is a white character. She mm-hmm. was killed by the KKK three years, uh, oh, three, three hours after this. Okay. Dri- because she drove home to people. Oh no. From voting. And I was just like, no, no, this is real. This is real, real. Oh <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, Salma was really, really good. Um, this might this inappropriate time to do this, but I did signpost this episode saying I'm going to get up and get a Zupa Dupa, and I'm doing that now. Keep talking. Can you get me one, two, yes. please? Sick. Hey, you're just over there. I can yell at you still. Um, yeah, top five is a Chris Rock film. I thought it was going to be garbage because Chris Rock usually is trash, but it was very funny. It was kind of like a 90 minute episode of Louie, but if Louie would say, I almost said Seth Rogen. Chris Rock! What flavor are you getting me? Cola. Sick. Coke Zero flavored? <laughs> I do too. Um, next category. Damn it. What's your favorite flavor of Zupa Dupa? Um, of 2015. Of 2015? Purple. 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 Mine would be green. But unfortunately, the, the bag we got, the purple um, and, and reds leaked. So we don't have that. We just have cola and other assortments. They're pretty good. Disappointing. All right. All right. Other characters. Other, <laughs> other characters. Favorite character of the year. Favorite character of the year. Poe Dameron. Done. Oh, man. <laughs> um, like, yes. <laughs> Like, there is no one else. Like, Poe Dameron doesn't have an arc at all. He starts as sickest cunt in the galaxy, <laughs> ends sickest cunt in the galaxy. Fucking, that man is a champion. Just on-screen presence, smile. He's always like the eternal optimist as well. Like, it just feels like nothing could get that character down. He just seems like almost, it's kind of like a hero. He is a hero of the... Of the Rebel Alliance, the Resistance, everything I can call him, and it's like this man knows he's great and is great, but he's just fantastic. He's so good, so good. When him and Finn meet up, both times in that film, that's the happiest I think I've been in a cinema. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you need a pilot, you need a pilot. Uh, I need a pilot. Yeah, super funny. And like Finn, you're alive. Yeah, beautiful. Finn. no, Poe Finn's sick. Yeah, Poe Finn's Dameron. pretty sick as well. Like, I like Finn and what he goes through in, in The Force Awakens. But Poe Dameron, best character. Worst character. Don't even know his name. But like <laughs> fucking Star-Lord from Jurassic World. <laughs> oh, Chris, Chris Pratt in Jurassic World. Yeah. Worst character of 2015. What was his name in the goddamn... I don't know. Exactly. What was his role? Who what cares? Was his role? Who was he the main was a, character that He film? was a... Actually, that's it. Jurassic World is just a phantom menace. Like, who's the main character? No one. Who gives no. a shit about anyone? Not no, me. No, yeah. Mm. Mm. But hey. Is it, is marriage it Chris Because no, it's not. Because he disappeared, fucked off for a bit. You don't meet him until like 40 minutes in. Is it the kids? No. Because they're trash. <laughs> they are. Is it the woman? No. Because they make her really one-dimensional and don't do anything with her. Uh, yeah, he, I think he was one of the worst characters, um, partly because everyone's like, no, he's a sick lad, but he was everything that Poe po Dameron wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, another favorite character of mine of the year was Channing Tatum in Magic Mike. So yeah. Magic Mike in Magic Mike. <laughs> Great. Pretty magic. No, because in that film, so there's a plot. So in Magic Mike XXL, he, uh, Magic Mike or Mike, mm-hmm. if you're friends with him, which I am, uh, meets up with this girl. I right call at the... him, I like to call him Magic. <laughs> hey, Magic, what up? He knows. Someone does call him Magic in the film. I'm pretty sure. Great. It was me. I was in that film. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, I am out for Super Duper. It's really hot to talk. Ah, oh, no, it's a hot day. Like fuck, it's so hot. It's a hot day. Um. Someone requested no mouth sounds in our episodes. Mm. 
This is going to be all mouth sounds for a bit, buddy. I'm sorry. No, so sorry, but, mate, it is so hot. You have no idea. Um, yeah, so Magic Mike... Mike... Meets up with a character at the start of the film, and you think it's going to be a romantic thing? Mm-hmm. And then he, she pops up throughout the film. And then at the end, it's just revealed all he did was just want to make sure she had a nice time. Aww. Like, like that's it. That's great. He just wants to have a, nice, a sick weekend with his stripper buddies. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to make sure that she has a nice time because she went through a really rough breakup. But Aww, he doesn't bang her. That's lovely. He doesn't bang her. He's just like, no, good. I'm glad you smile. Aww. And then the, then the end of the... That's right at the end of the film. And then it cuts to all of them standing on a pier watching the 4th of July fireworks. And then that's the end. <laughs> Fuck, Magic Mike XXL. What a fun film. Best TV series you've marathoned on Netflix. I don't have a Netflix oh, subscription. <laughs> Netflix type. Uh, TV shows have I watched this year? Not many. Marathon, though, if you've marathoned any. I've rewatched season seven of Mad Men in a day. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's un- untoppable as best series. Actually, yeah, Mad Men would be my favorite series of the year anyway, as every year. But <laughs> no, nah, it was a perfect finale. I thought that, I was worried they were going to shit the bed. They didn't shit the bed. They made it good. They, they, they like made the bed. They maybe like bought a new mattress. They got like real good cotton sheets. <laughs> they like they made that bed better than what it was before they got in. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying, like exactly. that bed was. Like I laid there, like have they? Did they buy a new memory foam mat? They did. They did. Is this actual wooden frame? My God! Is this, where, where, I thought it was my shitty IKEA frame. It's not. It's a good bit. Oh, actually, the only thing I did in marathon on Netflix this year was with Bob and David, which is four episode, four thirty minute episodes. It was tough. I know. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna agree with you because I, I don't think I've seen the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the last last episode? Yes. Yeah. Because there's four episodes of the mm. show, and then there's a making of, which comes up as episode five. Well, then I haven't done that. Oh, then you're sweet. Oh, good. You've seen the entire series. <laughs> you did it, it, mate. You did it. I did it. It was good. I love that one sketch they do it with the, like, ah, oh, easy for you to say. He's like, done a hunt, man. That's my favorite, favorite, here's your favorite sketch of Bob and David. <laughs> the current series. Um, so you already know the answer to the old series. The story of Everett. All right, listeners. Mr. Show is a perfect TV series, but it has aged a bit because it came out like 20 years ago at this point. But please Google the story of Everest. It is a sketch. It goes like nine minutes. It's the funniest thing ever made. It's just beautiful. And like that should win like top sketch every year. But for this four episode run, favorite sketch. Ooh. Oh man, there's so many. And because I watched them all really close together. Mm. I have two. First one being with the New Year's resolutions. Oh, and one, yes. one guy being like, I'm going to be the Pope. And everyone's like, nah, we'll, we'll support you. One guy, then one guy being like, dude, that's you're not even Catholic. You're a Jew. <laughs> and then him being like, I'm just not going to eat meat. And everyone just shits all over him. It's that's great. the problem. That's why I'm really struggling to pick a favorite sketch. Because that, that's an entire episode art. True. All, but that, that one bit when they're talking in, in that's just... They're talking about them. That's great. He's like, I'm going to give up red meat. And they're like, fuck you. Pick <laughs> something reasonable. Yeah. You're such a shit friend. <laughs> that and then, yeah, the, the guy trying to hunt man. He's like, it's easy for you to say with your great footwear, I'm wearing shitty work boots. And they keep trading and it keeps escalating. Fuck, um, I love that. Oh, the cooking show is pretty good. Uh-huh. The one where it's like a mask. Uh, it's like an Iron Chef kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's one guy that knows he's going to lose because the other two have oh, like, the really right. tragic stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Because <laughs> he's just like, I'm just a dad. <laughs> That's right. He's like a single dad. And the and other it, one's just like, <laughs> I, like, I had to do all this kind of stuff, like marrying my boyfriend, all this thing and all this kind of bullshit. And, and he, like, he gets like, off the phone. He's like, what? It's, it's cancer. Oh, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> good. So get on that. Um, my favorite Netflix show I've marathoned is Friday Night Lights. Finally <laughs> finished it. I think I started this year. Also finished it this year. It's five seasons. I too, because you're saying like, you don't really cry in films or whatever. This one, I don't really cry a lot, generally. <laughs> I, oh, no, not me. I, it's only, films are the only time I stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> constant streams of tears down my face. Friday Night Lights, last season. My God, I was... <laughs> Crying like a little bitch with a skim knee for the majority of that, that those episodes. Just, whoo, 
Ooh, it got me. It got me good. It got me so good. The moment where like Michael B. Jordan's character, who is the best in Creed, like hugs Coach Taylor and to be like, you were like the dad that I didn't have. I'm just like, this <laughs> Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't. It's pretty good from what I remember. I don't think it's as good as a TV series, but I think it's fine. If you want more Friday Night Lights, there's a movie. And I do. Yeah, and I there, do. There's a movie. I don't know. I can't remember if the movie... Is like, but set before the TV series, or if it's just like a re- it's the t- thing. TV series is just yeah. A, yeah. It's like it's. I think they were both based on the same book, from what I can gather. I mean, I could be fucking so wrong right now, but whatever. I'm saying it. Yeah, good. Put it out there because Connie Connie Burton Burton that's her name. She plays um, coach's wife in both of them, but Kyle Chandler isn't the coach in the film. So it'd be interesting to actually. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to actually watch that. And not have Kyle Chandler be the <coughs> dad. But I guess I can't really say, put forward Friday Night Lights because it hasn't been released this year, even though it was fucking great. Another Kyle Chandler TV series that was released on Netflix, Bloodlines, with your mate, my mate, Ben Mendelsohn. Hey, everyone's mate. Everyone's Benny. bloody mate, Ben him on a podcast. He's Australian. That He's means great. that everyone from Australia wants to be on this show, right? Yes, right. right. Ben Mendelsohn, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> come on the show. Uh, but no, Bloodlines is get on it. It's fantastic. I think it was up for best supporting actor as well, and it might have lost to <laughs> at the Oscars. It just they were just like, hey, this is so good that we're just going to nominate it for a film award. Oh, no, for the um, Emmys, yeah, yeah, that's TV shit, yeah, yeah. That thing Gabe won. Yeah, uh, Gabe won an Emmy. Everyone, it's crazy. Um, so that was fucking amazing uh, thing that I watched. Also, Fargo season two. Ugh. I haven't seen. I've it. seen more TV series that I can remember this year than I have films, which is weird. See, I always go through phases, like movie phases, TV phases, or video game phases. This year was a video games year for me. Okay, best video game of the year. Uh, I didn't play anything that came out this year that much. <laughs> Caught up on games that I had been meaning to play for ages. Yeah. So like, Borderlands Two is really good. <laughs> Fucking. When did that come out? I don't know. I don't know about anything. Uh, yeah. Bioshock Infinite, I'm pretty sure I beat this year. I think that was this year. Uh, fucking Star Wars Battlefront. Everyone's getting on its dick. To be fair, I didn't pay full price. So <laughs> maybe if I paid like $70, I'd be mad at it because it's not a big game. But I've never felt like I was in the Star Wars universe more than I have in this. Oh, that's good. Because like a lot of Star Wars games, I'll say it, trash. <laughs> yeah. Like only good, good Star Wars game that I can really think of is KOTOR. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Forces series is good. That's old now, though. Yeah. Like Jedi. So Dark Forces, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, and then Jedi Academy. Uh, They're yeah. good. Good shit. Will I get onto them? Probably not. No. No. Don't. It's no. too late. You've missed the boat. I did. What else Gone. I here? Oh, uh, on the pier standing there and it's sailing away. Bye. Bye. Tried so hard. I didn't. I was late. That's on me. <laughs> Missed the bus. Slept in. Because I chose to. <laughs> Biggest surprise of 2015. What movie? Or whatever. What was the your biggest surprise of the year? Ooh, it's like, well, Ems is pregnant. Ah, she's not. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised now. <laughs> um, biggest surprise of the, the year. The, I was going to make a joke and then I choked on my own words, so... Next, what were you going to say? <laughs> Biggest, Biggest surprise, surprise of the year. Uh, straight out of Compton. Yeah. I like this. This is like, this is the categories of filling other categories with films I've already mentioned before because good. Mine was Sylvester Stallone's performance in Creed. He was so good. <laughs> I'll pay that. He was the, he was like, apart from Michael B. Jordan, just fucking nailing that role. Like, people have been talking that... Oh, wow, I forgot about... Speak of Michael B. Jordan, another disappointing film. Fanforstic. Fanforstic. That was a piece of shit. I didn't see it, so... Age of Ultron's still the worst film of the year in these baby boy eyes. Age of Ultron and, to an extent, Ant-Man looked really good in comparison to Fantastic Four. Mm, That's not good. (laughs) I don't say... Because it's not like the biggest disappointment. It's not the worst film of the year. It, It went as well as I thought it would... Which is not good. Which is not good. Like, subpar film of the year award? Fanforstic. <laughs> it was just subpar. It was just so meh. It was like, they just crapped out a film because they needed the rights. And they figured, yeah, good, we'll do this. 
And then they did it, and they got the guy from Chronicle. Um, What's his name? Max Landis. Nah, Josh Trank. And then everyone's like real fucking tight lip about what the fuck happened. But I think if they made like a making of documentary, or at least a, a, a post-mortem of what the fuck happened to this franchise, that would be a lot more interesting. You know what I mean? If you know, it's sort of, you know, you, you follow the smoke, not the fire. Like Yeah, like uh, How Heart of Darkness is a really good documentary because you get to see what happened in yeah. Apocalypse Now and how everything, everything hit, the like, shit hit the fan so many times. Yeah. Fucking, what's his name? Someone Sheen. Martin. Main character. Martin. Yeah, he died on set for a bit. He did. He had a heart attack. <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> he's back worry, now. He's back. He became a president. <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. West Wing. What a time. No, I would love to see a, fan, a Fantastic Four documentary. documentary. Just, just to see what happens. Just happened. to see what the fuck. And have people being really candid about it. I don't know. We, I'm not sure in this day and age we could ever do, get that. Maybe. I mean, like, I think it, we don't it's, have it's, to wait a few years. Potentially. But it's like it's a big Hollywood Fox Studios, very big budget, a lot of people involved, a lot of bad things apparently happened, and a lot of people being a lot of bitterness. So it'd be interesting to have someone very impartial trying to be like, what the fuck happened? Like Josh Trank, why did why did this happen from your perspective? They're saying all well, this happened, but what did happen? And then he could be like, this happened. The studios could be like, well, this happened. And then the actors could be like, well, fucking this happened. And then Marvel Studios can be like, we just wanted it to tank so badly. We are so fucking Marvel, happy. Marvel should you make the documentary. no idea. Our grin is just, <laughs> whew, as big as Galactus, who we now have the rights to. <laughs> <laughs> How good. <laughs> uh, do, the, ooh, do Marvel have the rights yet to... Fantastic Four. Yeah. No. What happened with that? No, no, no. So it's nothing's still happened? A, still a Fox film. Really? Yeah, oh, of well. course. They've got it for like I, another eight years or something. I always now. assume that because it went so bad, they're like, oh, Marvel, we're sorry. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Keep them. Hmm. Marvel won't want it anymore because they've it's ruined the brand. Yeah. It'd be too late now. Although it'd be very funny. Actually, fucking Marvel, there's a way to sabotage Fantastic Four if they wanted to actually try and fund a documentary about, about all that. However, there might be some like you know non-disclosure shit. Going I'd say on. there'd be a lot because also Marvel, uh, company like the Marvel Marvel Studios or whatever it's called, that make the films, mm. um, are a film company that are very very bad at doing what Fanforstic did, where they're like, hey, we've picked a director, but don't direct like you usually direct. Direct like this. Mm-hmm. Put spaceships crashing into things. It's like, uh huh. I see you've got this emotionally character-driven piece. It's really nice. I like the third act. It's very beautiful. It's very touching. Like, really, I can see the growth of the character. One note, though. You don't seem to have a very large spaceship crashing into the Earth. So I'm just wondering <laughs> where that's, that's going to be. I mean, did, am I missing a few pages? Because it's not in there. Um, can you fix that? <laughs> Every meeting <laughs> Marvel Studios seems to be having with their directors. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Not a good movie, but I haven't seen it, so who am I to judge? I'm Joel Dusha. That's who I am. (laughs) All right, and now we'll move on to our last category. Uh Thing that Gabe did this year that hurt our feelings the most. Ooh, so many. (laughs) On a personal level, an emotional level. I think Shitting Love of Mad Max hurt me. That that, that hurt me on stage. Yeah, that hurt me from the audience. mean, Gabe. Um, Why you got to be so mean to me? I think... I think the thing that hurt my feelings the most is his lack of, like, just complete coldness towards The Force Awakens. Just refused to have a good time in it, despite the fact he loves Jurassic World for exactly the same reasons why Star Wars is good. But Star Wars does it a hundred times better. It does. So, Gabe. You hurt us. You hurt us. And you hurt our fans. And look, we'll get some reader suggestions here on things that Gabe (laughs) said this year that hurt them, because I know a lot of them are going to be Jessica Jones. Yeah. Gabe says some hurtful things sometimes, <laughs> and being, we need to air it. Try being friends with him. Just non-stop mean times. <laughs> I asked him before we did this episode, hey, Gabe, what movies did you like in 2015? And he responded with, Jurassic World, nothing else really stands out. This, movie, this year had a lot of good things. A lot of good things. Damn this it, was, Gabe. This was directly after The Force Awakens as well. <laughs> yes. It was yesterday. Hurtful. Damn it. <laughs> so if you have um, 
yeah, if you have an answer to to things Gabe has said that has hurt your feelings, email them in sanspantsradio at gmail.com or tweet us sanspantsradio. At Spence Radio, yes. Yes. Also, uh, tweet us your favorite film of the year. If anyone says Age of Ultron, I'll respond back with, fuck you. Mm. So that's a heads up. Like, people might do it and be like, he won't. I will. We, we will. Don't worry. Uh, so yeah, let us know your best film, worst film, most depressing film. A film. Uh, a film. <laughs> tweet us just run. a film. Just, yeah. just worst films run. you like. And... Um, Actually, what, I, what me and Em watched the other day was on the, sitting on this very sofa that we're on right now. I found um, a YouTube version of Fluffy Dogs, which was a 1986 cartoon that I watched as a child and cherished every moment. And we sat there, or laid there, for 40-odd minutes and watched it. It's not a good thing. It doesn't hold up. It was meant to be a pilot, like Disney meant to be a pilot, to like, as, a, as a whole new thing of toys. It failed miserably. And I can see why. That's but my God, I loved every <laughs> fucking moment of it. So I'm going to put that in my like top five films of the year. I have a lot of Evil Dead posters in my room. And sometimes <laughs> I wake up and then I look at them and I'm like, Evil Dead is a good movie series. So I'm going to say that was my favorite film moment of 2015. Remembering that Evil Dead is a thing. True. True. And always with, with these sort of review films. Uh, another big shout out to the 2011 film Drive. Drive. Um, uh, cinematic perfection You were great to me I loved your soundtrack I loved everything about you Remember that time you're like No I'm not going to watch it And I was like You got to fucking watch it man And then you're like I'm going to watch it and Then you tweeted, uh, text me afterwards And you were like This is a 10 out of 10 film And I was like Yes it is And to this day It still remains a 10 out of 10 film Ryan Gosling's seen two films next year And both of them look like They're going to be phenomenal Oh I'm so looking forward There's go New category Film you're most looking forward to For next year Mine's going to be that Shane Black one with Ryan Gosling. The nice guys. Yes! Because uh, I love me some Shane Black. That could be my most anticipated film of the year too because I love me some fucking... Whew, love me some Ryan Gosling. Also Rogue One because Force Awakens changed my life. I spent 10 years being... No, longer than 10 years. I spent like 15 years waiting for this movie because even as a kid, I knew that the prequels weren't really what I wanted. Mm. And even as a kid, because I saw all six <clears throat> in the cinema... Mm-hmm. Because uh, they did a 1997 re-release c- cinematically. I'm not like 45 um, or older. Uh, um, yeah, so I saw all of them. And I remember even as a kid, like, I always talked about the original trilogy way more. Like, yeah, even as the like original a, trilogy was fucking But even up. as like a six or seven year old, like the prequels, I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, good. But mm, Luke, mm, Luke though, better. What a great guy. Um, and yeah, like, so I waited. This It's felt like that I finally got the like the sequel to the movies that I loved. And it's taken like 15, 20 years. We're here. Yes. I'm so happy. And Rogue, Rogue One, One is a Star Wars yes. movie. Is a movie set in the Star Wars universe that could be a heist film. Um, and you know how much I love heist films. They're like my favorite genre of a film. And if they keep the similar tone, it's going to be a romp. It it's will be a romp. Be, it's going to be a romp. Yeah. Sans Pants Radio exclusive. The Rogue, Rogue One going to be, be a, a goddamn romp. romp. Um, yeah, Rogue One and The Nice Guys. Also pretty excited for The Big Short. What's The Big Short? Uh, the other Ryan Gosling film, mm-hmm. which is directed by the guy, that uh, Adam McKay, who has previously only made Will Ferrell films, but he, for some reason, is directing like a drama-ish film about the crash of the, the housing market. <gasps> that and does look good. Yeah, it's got like Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling. Batman's in it. Batman. Someone else famous, I think. Anyway. That looks good. That, that comes out soon. Yeah. Least anticipated film of next year. I have... Ooh, ooh, maybe two. Batman vs. Superman. That is on my list of one. And... Civil War. Yeah? I really don't want to see either of those. Mine's Deadpool. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool might... Might... Do something that I am not expecting and mm-hmm. be good. That's true. It <laughs> so might be. I'm not. That's not my least anticipated film because I know Batman vs Superman and I know Civil War. Not going to be good. See, I, I, See Civil War is yeah. going to be really annoying as well because it's going to be made well, but it's just mm-hmm. going to be a thing I don't care about because mm-hmm. the directors are really good. Winter Soldier, super good. I'm just so sick of all of these superheroes, and there's just too many. Focus on Captain America and Bucky. That'd, That'd be, be nice. nice. It would be nice. They might do that. So, hey, yeah. I could be wrong. Batman vs. Superman, there is 100% going to be trash. Oh, uh, and how. And don't worry, we'll go into it more in depth when before and after it comes out. But 
that B- B- BVS ooh, trash film. Weird. <laughs> like, I think I said it before. First trailer of Batman v Superman, I was like, every problem I had with Man of Steel seemed to be addressed in the trailer for Batman v Superman. Because my issue with Man of Steel was that he just trashes Metropolis and doesn't really seem to care about it. He doesn't seem to think about all the death and destruction that he's causing. And then in, in Batman v Superman, it seems that Batman's taking Superman to task about his role in the destruction of Metropolis. And I'm like, nah, great. That's fantastic. That's like, nah, good. That's, that's what I want to see. And then up until the moment they're like, hey, look, Zod is doomsday. Blah, trash <laughs> film. I hope it's revealed that Zod isn't doomsday, that Jesse Eisenberg brings back Zod to life and then Zod turns oh, Lex Luthor into doomsday. That's true. Although I was just <laughs> thinking the other true, day. That's not true, that will not happen. Not in, apparently I think he's got like a suit or some shit. Lex, like oh, yeah, Lego. Said, I heard that. In, oh, yeah, Lego or some Some shit, bullshit. Anyway. Um, he said that cool. when you were talking to Steel, didn't you? Yeah, oh, Jackson did. Then yeah. I stopped listening to him because Jackson talks like a lot of trash. Um, looking at Doomsday, he kind of doesn't really look like Doomsday. Kind of looks like Darkseed a little bit. And how funny would that be if they don't make Doomsday but they make Darkseed? Because that would be everyone would be mad. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> I'd be mad. everyone would be so mad. No, because uh, I was who was it? Might have even been. Our good friend Mr. Sunday Movies and our less good friend Nick Mason talking about how if they have if they have Doomsday in this and Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman beat him, they the only step up is Darkseed. So if they do Darkseed instead of Doomsday, everyone's gonna be like, What do you go from here? What do you do? Why are you doing like, this? Oh Bizarro, he's trash. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't really have any like unifying villains. Nope. Except Darkseed and Doomsday sometimes. Yeah. Actually, not even Doomsday. Well, it's more of a Superman thing. Whatever. Anyway, movie's going to be trash. Thanks for listening to 2015 A Year in Review, a movie maintenance special with your boys, Joel. And Joel. I hope you had a lovely New Year's Day. Today Eve. is New Year's Day in Australia. So listen to this while you're, while you're coming down from whatever it is that you did. I'll still be drunk. It'll be fine. <laughs> the trick is I recorded this before I went out. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah, so movie maintenance is still going to be taking a break. Yeah. So that we can just watch some things, think about some things, and come back and tell you how trash things are. But fix them, and that's good. Yeah. So have a great 2016. Uh, go and listen to all our other nonsense on the Sandspans radio network. Plumbing the Duster, shut up a second. D&D is for nerds. It's just good business. And if you want to watch a YouTube thing... Just go to that. I think Jackson does a series called Oh No, A Ghost. That's pretty funny. Gabe has recently released a prequel to an upcoming novel. You can find that on his website. Yep, all the links will be in the show notes. Uh, I think his book, Boone Shepherd, comes out in March. So that's some look forward to. 2015, 6 out of 10. If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.